Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Join Mike and James of the Nerdy Bible for this special companion series diving into The Chosen, a dramatic telling of the life and ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. In this week's episode, Mary and Joseph welcome the newborn Jesus into the world. So, what's the messengers? The Chosen series. Um, I am James. With me, as always, is my good friend here, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Good, man. You have a good holiday. Well, a Merry Christmas. Did you have a good I did. Christmas? Yes, it was a great Christmas. Um, spent Christmas Eve, as, as we always do, at my wife's uh, parents' house with her side of the family. Uh, my side of the family came over on Sunday. And then today was just kind of like the uh, uh, like hang Christmas hangover day where like, yeah, we're just exhausted from running around for two days and the kids are like drowning in their presence and just like, <laughs> oh, I want to play with everything. Does um, your work observe the day off? Yeah, I get I get uh, a day off for Christmas Eve and Christmas. Uh, and when it falls in the weekend, like it did this weekend, we get the Friday and then the Monday after off. That's uh, awesome. I get the same thing for New Year's and uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So uh, short work week again this week. We'll be working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'll have Friday off and then I'll have Monday off. Awesome. Yeah, I don't have next Monday off. Mm. Um, so don't tell my boss, but I may just uh, make it real slow. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about um, you? Uh, this is what uh, your kiddo's first, first first Christmas. Christmas. Yes, she's uh, nice. going on seven months old now. So she uh, is, you know, she ate the paper more than the gifts. But mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, yeah, it was magical, man. It was yeah, magical. Dude. It gets so fun as they get older and like understand. Yeah, um, like our youngest is. I don't know, probably one and a half or getting close to being one and a half. Um, so she's like kind of almost there. Mm-hmm. Like she wouldn't really open any of our, of her gifts. Like we had to open it for her, but then she would get excited for what it was. Uh, but the thing that she was the most excited about out of all of her gifts was a new water bottle cup. <laughs> like, like as soon as <laughs> that was open, she was just like, it was just new Wowie, new Wowie. And then like we, put it on the table so she could open a gift and she just cried until I like washed it and filled it up with water and let her have it again. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I'm glad yeah. that, that your Christmas was good. Yeah. Um, favorite Christmas. little toy was a little stuffed bluey. I got it. Yeah. Gotta love You're it. Raising her right. Uh, oh yeah. Bluey, oh, yeah. bluey. Bingo. It's a last minute find, but I found it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome, man. So yeah, today um it's a special episode. You know, it's a little festive if you're watching. We got our on <laughs> on screen Christmas lights going. I may not be in a Santa hat, which that yes. may make you mad or it may not. I don't know. Some people are very crazy about 
that. So we'll just live in that that uh, state of uncertainty there. But yeah, so um, tonight we're going to go over the, well, I guess it's technically season two, episode nine of The Chosen. But um, in their new app, it seems that they changed the name, but it's called The Messengers, right? It's mm. uh, an extension of the pilot episode. So the pilot episode was called The Shepherd. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you remember our uh, I'm sure we turned that like 20 minute thing into like a four hour podcast. But like your brother called us now, it it was the, uh, (laughs) the shepherd, you know, kind of kind of Chris, the Christmas story told through the shepherd's point of view. And in that you had gotten a glimpse of Mary. And so now here in the episode of the messengers, you have the same, I believe. I know that the the actor of of Joseph is the same. I can't remember if the actress of Mary is the it's same. It's the as same well. for Mary okay. too. Yeah. So both of them are the same, and so it's kind of told through their perspective now, rather than the mm-hmm. the um, the um, shepherds. Shepherds, yes. But you also kind of get a glimpse of uh, future, kind of like yeah, uh, what would typically take place during time the time of travel. Acts. Yes, so it's um, which makes me think that eventually they may do an axe. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when you get to the end of this show, like you, you got to I mean, what else do you do? You, you got to go on to axe. Come on. Right. Just Dallas. I know you're listening and just <laughs> big like, fan please, of the show. <laughs> please take that into consideration because um, I am fascinated <laughs> by axe. So awesome. Yep. So you want to jump us off here with the. Uh, yeah show notes got got the episode description here for you guys so nothing uh, like starting out with a plagiarized show's notes <laughs> yes exactly um in 48 ad as the roman persecution towards christians is widespread tychus tight tychicus oh that's weird it's ty sorry i don't mean to just derail this sorry but it's t-y-c-h-i-c-u-s Let's call him Tychus. A follower of the way meets with Lazarus to help Mary Magdalene uh, see Jesus' mother, Mary, who has a fever at the time. Mary Magdalene informs Mary about the growth of the church, the disciples' missions, and what happened to the boys. Afterward, Mary recounts to Mary Magdalene her experience in 4 BC from the journey to Bethlehem, where she and her husband Joseph couldn't get a room at the inn and to the manger where she gives birth to Jesus. Mary shares her song uh, as well as gives Mary Magdalene a piece of clothing from the manger. After Mary tells her and Joseph's perspective of the birth of Jesus to Mary Magdalene, she instructs her to write down the complete story of Jesus' birth and her song and deliver them to Luke, who has been gathering eyewitness accounts regarding Jesus. In Rome, Mary Magdalene gives her or gives the account and a thorough story of Jesus's birth to Luke to include and add in Luke's writings. So there you go. Well done. Well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like you said, um, this kind of obviously is from Mary and Joseph's perspective, but kind of leads up to the pinnacle of the pilot of the shepherd, uh, which is the birth of Jesus. Right. Um, which I was, as I was watching, I was like, oh, I wonder if like they're going to have a scene where those three dorks come running in like they did in the pilot. That would have been a really cool, like, way to tie both episodes together in a way. 
uh, but they this, didn't. Is this the first time seeing this? Yes, the first. This is okay, my first yeah, time watching were not, Messengers. Yes. You were not a chosen dweeb no, until. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm like a, a born long again chosen dweeb. I was. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Uh, so so you got that, and then um, like you said, there's a lot of time hopping in this because you have the two mm-hmm. two timelines happening uh in tandem um the timeline of young mary and joseph in 4 bc on their way and in bethlehem and then you have the uh 48 ad timeline with um this tychus fella uh lazarus mary magdalene mother mary and then eventually luke um so there's if you weren't fully devoted to the screen it could be confusing at times if you know you're playing around on your phone which if you are shame um yeah uh why don't you uh kick us off sir where would you like to start yeah i mean let's just start um i feel like i shouted that let's start i mean i don't know let's start uh at the beginning, right? A good place to start. Now, so our opening scene here, we're just kind of watching this mysterious man. We don't really know who he is, what he's up to. He's riding in on a carriage, um, two horses, a lantern. It's kind of dusk or uh, dawn, I mean. Um, dawn, yes. Nighttime dawn, right? Dawn. Dusk. No. Dusk. Yeah, dusk. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right, so we're going to spend the next 20 minutes. <laughs> Play the music. I know. I don't know. I've always been like this uh, in school. Dusk, the darker there's a... stage of twilight. Okay. All right. So I had it right in the Dawn beginning. would be in the morning. <laughs> Whenever there's a choice between two things, I feel... Um, even if I know the right answer, I feel indecisive. Um, it was always in school. Like I just, I don't know what it is. There's just, yeah. So we'll move on. It's dusk, right? Dude's coming in. He kind of makes a stop. He sees some Roman guards up ahead, you know, um, because he's reached his destination and there's Roman guards blocking whatever, um, arch archway that they're going to be going through doorway. Not really know at this point. But uh, so he stops, he gets out of his carriage, it's kind of putzing around. You can tell he's a little nervous doing his thing. And uh, so, yeah, makes it back on and and backs onto his carriage. He's still nervous, prays and moves forward. So what do you think up until this point? Like, who is this dude? Right. Like, I don't think we know. Well, I mean, I know we eventually know, but right now we don't. Yeah, it's very clear that. um it looks like he's smuggling something in because he's mm-hmm. like fidgeting around with the hay, like trying to cover this box and is very sweaty, <laughs> which I'm assuming is uh, nerves and probably not so much yeah. temperature. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he's trying to get something into the city here. And I was uh, wasn't really sure what was going on here. Um, yeah. So then really nervous, though. Yeah. So then it's just like, doon, doon, doon. 4 BC <laughs> backwards in time. And so now we're following our uh, good old friends, Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so that was it. That's all we got of the intro. We don't know who this dude is. He's just a uh, mysterious figure. A that's what we'll call him. I don't know yeah. if there's any more just in case we'll call him a, and then 
you know, call the rest be. Yeah. Uh, the, this scene with Mary and Joseph, uh, traveling into Bethlehem is, it's pretty cool. And the conversation they have, uh, my wife, you know, again, watching this with my wife, uh, she, she thought she really liked this scene. Um, just the conversation between Mary and Joseph here where, you know, we all know the story, you know, Joseph was set to marry Mary. She, the Immaculate uh, Conception happened, right? And in those days in their, their culture, their custom, like that's total, like Joseph did not impregnate her. So that's grounds for divorce, right? If he wanted to publicly, like, cause that's scandalous to be impregnated by not the person. But I think they were, they were betrothed, right? Like, I don't think they were like, they weren't even married. Yeah. Not yet. No, they were, they were going to be, uh, yeah. Betrothed. You're right. Um, so like he could have broke it off. Right. Cause he's like, well, this, this, that wasn't me. This is, we're going to get weird looks, all that stuff. Um, but like, you know, the, the angel came to Mary, told her what was up. The angel came to Joseph, told him what was up. And, you know, Joseph listened to the angel and stood by Mary's side through all this. And then they, in the scene, they have a really cool conversation of Mary basically being like, you know, I've never really said thank you <laughs> because like for, you know, helping me, protecting me, but like still being with me. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. And it, it was like a pretty cool, touching conversation here. <clears throat> yeah, I like I like the introduction of Joseph. It always bothered me. It still does. It's like one of those things that I, I'll never feel comfort with. The fact that like. You don't ever get any understanding of like where he went. What I mean, clearly he died. Yeah. yeah. Right. But like. Clearly. I think he was his father's trade, like Jesus was in his father's trade. So clearly he was a carpenter, right? I mean, that's what mm-hmm. we pick up from, but like nothing else. Like, does it not bother you? Have you ever thought about that? Like, I haven't really, what? I haven't much uh, until like going through this, like the, the show, uh-huh. because they pay some attention to Joseph, at least a little more than we normally get uh, specifically in, I think this scene and in this episode, but also we got a little bit, you know, spoiler alert, time travel, uh, episode three of season three, we get a little bit of uh, Joseph too, which is cool. Um, but yeah, you're right. They, we don't, he, he just doesn't, doesn't get explored much. It doesn't at all. And it bugs me. It just bugs me. That's all. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I digress here. I just, I just always thought about it, and like you never get, you could tell he, I don't know, he did a lot. Like you see, like the, the conversation that you're talking, you're talking about here, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, you don't need much to understand his character, right? Like his, you, you just the basic premise of the story. Like you're about to get married, your wife is not your to be wife is knocked up. Mm-hmm. And now you're expected to just like take, you know what I mean? Like there's just so much to it that like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, yeah, a lot, a lot asked of him. And then like to raise Jesus Mm -hmm. and like, you're not even biologically related. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, 
at, at least with Mary, like he, he was birthed of her. Like Joseph was just it's along a, for the ride, right? <laughs> that's a good point, though, that you make. You know, I guess I never really think too much about that is the fact that like. Joseph was the bloodline of let's see here. I don't know. My another screen isn't working, but Joseph, if you read Luke's account, right. Um, let's see here. Luke's account. It says that Joseph. Yeah. Joseph was a descendant of King David. Joseph mm. was. So Joseph's bloodline is what, you know, was, I think I, I, well, yeah, if you look at um, uh, Isaiah, right? You know, Jesse's the stump of Jesse, right? Basically <laughs> saying that from the, from the, from, yeah. you that know, just that bloodline. So funny. <laughs> the stump um, of Jesse. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but like, I just, that's a good point is that David's bloodline is the one that is, or Joseph is the one that carries David's bloodline and, and Jesus isn't actually a part of his bloodline. Yeah. That's interesting, but he's raised into it. I mean, clearly if she is having, you know, the immaculate conception here, then it's, you know how hard it was for me to not say, dude, uh, (laughs) the immaculate reception, you know, like the football, the, Franco Harris catch. Anyways, if you're not a football fan, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But <laughs> the pause when I first said that was because I was trying walk, yeah. so hard not to say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's interesting uh, because, you know, Mary's basically like saying thank you. And Joseph's response is, is priceless. He's, he just said, God told me to. And, you know, she kind of was like, yeah, no, but you had a choice. <laughs> and he's like, uh, did I really? <laughs> uh, but then he he he's like, but I'm glad either way because I wouldn't I wouldn't change any of this, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but like, yeah, it's just a a cool scene because he understands like his role in this, and like, and she also understands like there's just a lot of understanding happening here, which is nice, nice to see. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so I was trying to look in Isaiah for. Never mind. All right, so cool. Well, we got we got them to. They're on the road to Bethlehem, and if you remember the story here, they're on the road to Bethlehem for the census that was called by um, Augustus Caesar. Mm-hmm. So Roman Roman census that was taking place. So everyone had to travel back to their towns of birth to you know or their hometowns whatever you want to call it for the census and um yeah so they're on their way back and like you said he's being just very i don't know he's worried right he's the kind of the perception i get from it you know i think he understands the gravity of it too right like yeah i mean i don't know dude i i think it's like classic dad pre-birth like like I don't know but how like you were elevated, but like, I was so, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like, oh, oh, are you okay? You're gonna be okay? Like, we gotta get everything ready. We gotta make sure everything's in line. We gotta get to Bethlehem. We gotta get a room. You know, this could happen any day now. Like, you're really far along. 
Um, but then, yeah, I think like you said, obviously, because angels visited both of them and they're like, listen, uh-huh. this is what's happening. Uh, there's yeah. just like that normal pressure of about to be a first time parent uh, is multiplied by like a thousand. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was I was not. I can't. That's what I mean. Exactly. It's like I was just I was a wreck myself. Mm hmm. And I can't imagine that and the severity of like, hey, you know, um, you just had, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 savior of the world, right? Like the Messiah. Yeah. Like you're, you know, there's there's a whole depth to it yeah. that there's just. Hey, by the way, God is coming in the flesh. <laughs> He's your child. Yes. <laughs> no pressure, and, and you have to keep him <laughs> safe. Um. Yeah, no. So that was, I think, the the most. Uh, I don't know. That was just the the hardest. I, I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd be worried too. So I think the actor did well at um, his role in that. Yeah, you know, just and that whole walk up. A little aside here. Um, I love. Uh, again, I'm gonna like. I'm not gonna talk about season three, episode three, but I haven't watched Mary, it yet. You haven't yet. No, I'm going to watch it uh, okay. tomorrow. Then never mind. For the episode. For episodes one and this Christmas episode, though, like I love the continuity of the actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just send my point there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. <clears throat> oh, wow. They probably. Okay. All right, I'm gonna. I'm excited to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> it was like nine, ten o'clock, and we're like, "What do we? Oh, we yeah. didn't watch the you seven, know? seven o'clock on Christmas night. That's a it's a tough yeah. time slot to have free. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, we're here. Um, you know, so they're that just ends kind of abruptly there, and they're just on their way still to Bethlehem. And yep. so here we are. We're going back to our mysterious dude is now at the gate. That is yep. um it's it's past dusk and it's yeah, which is straight up dark. Which is yeah, that was a <laughs> <laughs> it was dusk when he saw him, and unless he turned back and went four miles backwards and then back again. Um, yeah. He must've been a nervously of... staring at the gate for a couple hours. Yes. <laughs> um, so here we are, um, we're at the gate and the Roman soldier is, you know, just, you know, kind of calling him out like, Hey dude, this is a pretty late delivery. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, what are you transporting? <laughs> what you says, got there? What's in that box? He says, uh, the best figs in the region. The best fig <laughs> just watched elf congratulations world's best cup of coffee yeah um so so yeah best figs in the country so here they are he's glancing through it and there he is there's some figs in a box yeah, and so figs. yes at that point so it's like uh um so we're Roman soldiers kind of just glancing around, but you know, it, it's, I mean, you know, nothing. Oh yeah. That's what it is. Okay. So I was like, what, what was making this scene difficult? So before you had seen, there was um, his papers, like probably his transport papers by whoever's ordering him or whatever um, um, to, to transport the product. Right. And so the first scene before had cut when he was kind of still sitting there, he knocked them over. 
into yeah, the back of his classic. carriage. Classic papers in gone. And when seat. he's asked, yep, yeah, in between the seat and, <laughs> and uh, here we are waiting for him. And he's like, uh, let me see your paperwork. Let me see your, your orders. And he's searching for it. He can't find it. The suspense is killing. And then a hand comes out yep, yep. and from the back of the carriage. So, um, so we finally know what he is shoveling around yep. the countryside. Human trafficking. Human trafficking. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. so hand comes out, gives him the, um, the, uh, the sheet of, or the, the envelope, whatever, not envelope, the note, notebook. Mm-hmm. What, what is it called? Yeah. His inventory notebook. papers. His inventory. Yes. And so, yeah, no, there they are. And so, um, so he makes it into town. Yeah. And so really at this point, you still don't know who this guy is. So it's yeah. really like, you're just sitting there. So like, very I, mysterious. I don't mysterious. Yes. Very mysterious. I would say. And so here we are, we're back. We're back to our buddies. Can I just say, I love all the hail Caesars. We've got like, we've gotten a lot of hail Caesars in season three so far, especially episode two. You know, we had a lot of, um, hail Caesars with Quintus. Uh, but before the mysterious man goes through the gate, the Roman guard hands him his paper legs. Hail Caesar. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, might just incorporate that in my day-to-day conversations. Hail Caesar. Yeah. That's bold. <laughs> um well, all right. So here we are. Time jump. We, time jump. Back to four AD. And we got Mr. Joseph. Miss Mary. No, at this point, did they get married? I don't know. I can't remember when they actually got married. Yeah, no, I think they were betrothed. She got pregnant. Then they got married. Mm-hmm. Right. In secrecy. I, I don't know. I can't yeah, I think remember. they got married after um, the birth. Yeah. And then, but it said like they didn't consummate the marriage or something like that. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, got it. Actually, I don't know. I did not. I don't remember. I don't know what is like. My mind right now seems to be mixed up. And I think that's probably the issue too sometimes is that my mind seems mixed up with like what has been creative liberty over the <laughs> years in the in the 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 um Christmas story <laughs> and mm. like what's not. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. what is you know, I was even reading today like I was reading it again um Luke's account and doesn't actually say that they're in a stable, but they place it in a manger, which is within a stable. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. at what point is like, what what's inferred and what's not? That's the hardest part about this. Yeah, I had actually heard something over the weekend. I don't know how true this is or if it is at all, but Jesus was born in a cave. And the the Magi didn't actually come and see him until he was like a toddler. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to, like, quote anything on this. But first off, cave thing, I think that's pretty. So. I don't know what that's from, like where you like what, you know, whoever you heard that from. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, from my understanding is that. 
a lot of these like stables kind of things were what would be underneath a home, I think. And so I don't know if that's cave like. I don't know. I have no idea. That's weird. Mm-hmm. But I did. I feel like I have seen. That's a good point. I don't know. Did they? I'm curious now. Like what it. Who did you hear that from? <laughs> just like was that just a church like a family oh, okay. Christmas thingy? <clears throat> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. So with the 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 three wise men though, that's that I think refers to. Um, they probably didn't come till a while. Like so, if they saw it in the sky, right? I think they saw the same star in the sky. Yeah. That appeared when, you know, Jesus was being was born. Right. Mm -hmm. So I believe it would have taken them a while to prepare travel countryside or whatever and and find him. And so, like, I don't like the whole like instantaneous thing. And actually, they don't even they don't do that. Shepherds is one thing, but like the three wise men is, you know what I mean? Like, it's a so they actually do pretty. And the the wise men. I'm showing my biblical knowledge here, which is not great. <laughs> uh, they were the ones that uh, told King Herod. And then King Herod gave the order to. I believe so. All yeah. the two year old and under boys or two year old mm-hmm. boys. <clears throat> so not to two... completely derail the episode here. No, no. I mean, that's where we're I. And I think this, so I am currently, my study, this, this, um, I'm actually going through my advent study of N.T. Wright's um, portrayal of Luke's story and breaking that down. And which is, I think Matthew is the one that gives the account of a more, um, of what you're kind of, what you're talking about. Hmm. Um, yeah, that I think he goes into this account. I'm looking at it now. I think Matthew too. Teachers religious words Messiah born instead of yeah. So yep. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them that the time when the first star, when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so I can go and worship him too. A.K.A. Um, defeat him. Yes. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Okay, that makes so, sense. Um, yeah, that was Matthew's account, which makes sense. Why isn't it fresh in my mind right now? Yeah. Um, but Which makes sense why it is in my mind, because that's what I've been reading. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, good stuff. Uh, but back to the episode here. Uh Mary, Joseph, they've made it into Bethlehem. They're kind of perusing the streets here. Joseph's talking about he wants to go visit his his old buddy Samuel, but he doesn't. It's been a while since he's been in town, so he can't remember. Things change. Yeah. Things change, lot, dude. There's a lot of people. He can't remember where Samuel's crib is. It's a big city. Um, they're trying to get a room. Uh, you know, Mary's in some obvious uh, discomfort here. I believe this would be contractions. Yes. Um, actually, they haven't gotten to the the part where they're looking for a room. They're just in the city on the on the hunt for Samuel's house and some water. Mm-hmm. And we're back to our our good buddy mystery man here. And this this oh, gets interesting because um, uh, 
our, our mystery man, oh, he's yeah. made it through uh, the town he was in. He comes to a gate. He knocks, and it's very mysterious. He's hooded, shadowy, makes a, a, a little, like, semi-circle in the sand with his foot. Uh, man comes and um, <clears throat> enters the door. They have this, like, I'm assuming, like, a secret phrase or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. He says, the, the man behind the gate says, are you lost, traveler? And uh, the mysterious man replies, uh, no longer, for I have found the way. Um, yes. And then the, the man behind the gate opens up and welcomes him in. And, and when he when he opens the door, he draws himself a semicircle connecting to the mysterious man and makes the do you think this is the origins of the fish symbol i mean yeah i was <laughs> that's to literally think, what like, they drew in the sand here <laughs> so like i thought about this a long time ago like i i mean clearly i don't think we get any indication that this like this could be just very well something modern maybe it's not i mean maybe it goes back to early church history, but like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they had to have something, right? Yeah. Like this was, a. I. so as you're seeing, like, I guess I don't want to jump into this too much. Never mind. I'll, I'll bring this up later. Okay. I don't want to jump into it and reveal like, you know what? Does it? So just, does did did you see the fish in their their lines yeah. in the sand? Or yeah, no, I no, just, no like, I, I saw no, no, no. Conclusion? That's definitely the fish, and <clears throat> I mean, I've seen it in in different TV shows. They had that show on Axe um, that they tried to do, and, and it got canceled because people don't like Jesus. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't really know why it was a good show, man, and it just got gone. Yeah. But um, they had it. They would have it on like little door, like engraved like near the steps of a door or something to indicate that this is where I think they called it um the way I think it's so the way the way he said it um is mentioned um in the book of acts um and so that's like one of the the kind of what I guess you would probably call it the way before like Christians or Christianity or like yeah. you know that type of thing it was like the way um so and I don't know where that's like translated from or anything and i don't want to get too too hung up on it but it is referred to like i think a multitude of times in acts is the way and so i'm assuming that's got to be something indication of that type of thing and that that early following because these people were being pursued right like this isn't you know it didn't just like end with jesus and they're like all right cool like it blew up you know and so you had this is not like, you know, it had to be somewhat kind of the secrecy thing. So I'm guessing the way is like, yeah, yeah. But they even say they refer to it as the way in the episode description too. Um, oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. The yes. man, the man here behind the gates, you know, references Paul, which is cool. Paul says you're brave and righteous. Um, yeah. Interesting little meeting here. We find out. Is this where we find out who the man behind the gate is? Or is um, that in a... 
said in another scene. There is someone very eager for your arrival. May I tell her all is safe and sound? Oh, yeah. He he introduces himself, by the way. This is Lazarus. Okay, this is where he does it. Okay. Um, And we learn that the mysterious man's name is Tychus, or however you say his name. Yes. But yeah, uh, Tychus is here to meet someone like you. I'm assuming this has to be the same Lazarus that was raised from the dead, right? Yeah, um, because I, mean, I, I believe I don't know if it's I mean I figure you get, or the next scene you get raised from the dead like that. I, I imagine you're pretty set to the way, like you're you're yeah you're pretty uh, committed. Yeah, because it is <laughs> well. Yeah, uh, he says um, it's an honor. Your fame has spread among so many of us. Tychus was saying to Lazarus. But also, yep. okay. Then it has to. Okay, yeah. I, I, that's I. I'll reveal more at a later time. Okay. Um. So yeah. So, so Tychus, oh. he he gets to his destination, yes. and um, looks like he has yet another person to meet. Uh, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say I think I had jumped ahead earlier with our scene. Um, now we catch Mary and Joseph in the middle of town. No. Lost and. Um, or no, they already, they couldn't find the place. Now they're now the contractions are happening. Yes. Sorry. I was, I mi- missed him before. Yeah. That's so. all right. Because when you, even though, uh, you know, we were both a little early there too, cause they, they weren't looking for a room to stay yet. They were looking for Samuel's house. Now they're yes. Joseph's, you know, trying to haggle with the in innkeeper here, trying yeah. to get a room. He can't do it. Um, like you said, Mary's starting to have contractions. Um, and yeah, things things aren't looking good for Mary and Joseph here. Uh, what would you what do you think here? I like that what she is saying. She's starting to. Where is it? Was it where is it? Luke three? No. There, while you're trying to find it, uh, there's a, a, a short scene here where she's, uh, you know, saying this prayer. The the edges of the camera kind of get a little blurry and it, and it goes in uh, on a, a nice close up of Mary as she's reciting this prayer. Oh, God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. Um, my soul thirsts for you. Um, and during this scene. <clears throat> As she's reciting this, it we get even more time travel between uh, Mary from the pilot and this Christmas episode, and the mother Mary we're all familiar with from the uh, series itself, uh, mm-hmm. laying in bed somewhere. And it's uh, it's really cool. Um, they go back and forth for a couple lines of this prayer. Um, it's really cool, really well done. I, I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's Luke one. Yeah. So what I think she's, she's saying she's starting to recite. If you recall the Magnificat, which is Mary's prayer, which is from Luke one. Um, so that's what it's kind of referring to right here. And so, yeah, I don't know. Just as interesting to, to see, but that's where, it's her little poem, I think you would call it, mm-hmm. that she had wrote, or prayer poem, whatever. I mean, most most of the Bible is poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
written in a, in a poetry kind of format. So, but, um, yeah, dude. So here we are, you know, she's already showing strength and faith and, um, yeah. such so contractions are, are coming. Um, Joseph is defeated <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, yeah. try, he's, and, he's kind of <laughs> flustered trying to, you know, trying to string water from a rock that and, <laughs> and trying to, to remember where Samuel lives for crying out loud. Can we just find Samuel's house? He's got to have enough. I swear us. there was a Chick-fil-A on yeah, that corner. Yeah. Maybe if we just now go around Taco one more Bell time. I can't. <laughs> one more time. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, he's like, the innkeeper didn't have any rooms, but they said we could like, if we needed to, we could camp out in the stable. They'd give us mm-hmm. some, some blankets and cloths that are clean. Um, but like that, those are the options. And Mary's like, well, we don't really have time to find Samuel's house. My dude, <laughs> uh, stables. It we'll, is. <laughs> we'll make it work. <laughs> And so, yeah, so, and I love how it just jumps to, again, jumps to Mary, and she's just so happy, you know, thinking back on her late husband, the birth, well, birth of her late child, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, fever-written old Mary. Yeah, I really Um, like the actress who plays Mary. Yeah, she's like, good. She does a, such a great job in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Most of the actresses, I, I really, or it's just any any the, the cast really itself. Um, I really like Mary Magdalene, which is uh, Liz Taborn, I think is her name is. Um, I really like Matthew's character. I mean, like just the act, just the the cast in this show has just been great so far. I really, there's not many that I don't like. I'm trying to think. I feel like there is somebody that I don't. I don't know, but yeah, no. So they're, they're all, they're all good. But yeah, Mary, she is, is she an actual, like, is she been in a lot of stuff? I feel like that's what you're looking up right now. I am indeed looking that up. Uh, it is. You can just tell, uh, Vanessa Benavente and and she's been in a few things. Nothing, nothing super crazy. Um, Nothing uh, instantly recognizable, but I mean, she's been in things going back to 2017. So, oh, okay, she's, so she's, she's been around. Good, uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoy her in this in this show a lot. Mm-hmm. She's a great job. So, um, so the man walks in, which is Lazarus, 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 what are they, Lazarus, <laughs> and um, so she he wakes Mother Mary here and. And he's just like, hey, she's here, you know. So they're they're pretty excited. Are you feeling well enough to see her? And she's just just happy, right? And so who's who's here? And so I think we finally see who was smuggled in. And here comes, who is it? Not Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene. That's Mother Mary. Magdalene. One of the many Marys. And so, like they they made a couple hairs gray in her to kind of show that it's aged a little bit, right? Mm. I think they did, you know. But uh, yeah, no. So so here we are. We got Mary Magdalene and Mother Mary all 
uh, in the same place. Catching up, you know, just, you know, uh, Mother Mary's asking about the boys, which I love how she always refers to them as the boys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, if I recall correctly, uh, I mean, that's kind of like Jesus did right i'm not going to try to look it up i know it's basically i believe he said um i hope this isn't one of those things that were fabricated and you know but like uh mary meet john john meet your mother or something like that it doesn't he say something like that when he's on the cross or no oh i don't know (laughs) i think so but so i think he refers like kind of implies to them like hey like this is your mother like this is Mm -hmm. Like you're going to treat her like your mother, at least. I don't know. I mean, there's a different meaning to that or intent, but you know, yeah. Um, maybe that's just one of those things that now it's bugging me. Now it's bugging <laughs> me. I swear, you know, like as I, I really, that's my biggest qualm with, you know, just everything is that I, I feel like I need to just go back and study the gospels like another 15, 20 years, because like, yeah. I don't know what's been fabricated and what's, not um yeah i really don't and so the show probably doesn't help that (laughs) (laughs) yeah um definitely doesn't doesn't clear the waters on what's uh fact or fiction um yeah we we learn here that mother mary has uh called for mary magdalene uh, because she quote just had something to share with you um but first, you know, she's got to get caught up on what's going on with the boys, um, the mission, all that stuff. Uh, immediately, yeah. that kind of is a, a, a wet wet blanket on this little reunion. Um, you know, Mary, Mother Mary pushes. She, she you know, is like, I, I want to know what to pray for. And Mary Magdalene says, you know, they're preaching everywhere. The church is growing. It's all great. Uh, but you know, the deaths of big James and Nathaniel kind of like emboldened everyone, especially Peter, but you know, obviously kind of a buzzkill. <laughs> uh, but we learn here at this point in time of the show, this flashback, big James, and Nathaniel have, uh, you know, met their end, which is beginning of a lot probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, really quick, sorry, I don't mean to digress here, but John 19, he did say, so near Jesus was, um, Jesus's mother, his, her sister, uh, Mary and, uh, Mary Magdalene. And when he saw the disciple he loved, he said, um, to her talking to Mary, mother, Mary, dear woman, here is your son talking about John. And, and he said to his disciple, here's your mother. Hmm. And so. Um, he did say that, sorry, but yes, you're right. And they did say that James and Nathaniel have yep. met there. And so I went down a rabbit hole with this, um, which is something I, I've been, um, I've been thinking a lot, so I really don't want to digress here, but it does actually kind of coincide with what you just said, but I have been thinking a lot about like what I want to study, like as I kind of go into, into theology. Right. And, and so. Um, I think one of the things I want to do is New Testament acts, right. And kind of that whole um, New Testament scholarship. But I went down this rabbit hole cause I'm like obsessed with this. And apparently James 
and who is the other one? James is one of the only ones actually in the Bible that um, we know of dying. Je- oh, geez, James and Judas. Those are the only things that only people in, in the Bible that explicitly say like that they died like hmm. that. Um, um, I think the others are inferred. But a lot of these sources that we get from it, like, for instance, Peter, it's always like tradition that Peter was hung and uh, upside down or uh, crucified upside down because they didn't want to be crucified the same way that Jesus did or die the same way that was worthy of it. Right. But like these people like actually they're like a lot of third party. Because I thought that was super interesting that literally like James and Judas were literally the only two that like we know. And I don't even know how James died yeah uh, that's a good good question and it would be interesting to learn about uh all the other all the other boys um Mar- magdalene she continues to go on she's like executed with a sword oh sorry so we read in Acts 12, um, King Herod arrested someone that belonged to the church, tended to persecute James or persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, and put to death with a sword. Mm. And so he's the only one that actually you really know from the Bible, other than Judas, we know um, how his fate. Right. Yeah, go on. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, you know, Mary goes on to say that it's it's getting more difficult. Um, you know, they're they're being you know, she says, it's clear they want us all dead. <laughs> That's uh, never a good sign. Um, yeah, yeah thing, things are rough. Uh, she asks for uh, Mother Mary to pray for Andrew in Greece. You know, she kind of goes through and we get a little update here and there where some of the, the people are, which was interesting. Uh, but yeah, we... We yeah we just learned that that Mother Mary called Mary Magdalene to to come so she could record something for her. Um, and is this the scene where where she reveals that she yeah yeah she asks if she knows where Luke is. Mary tells her she he's in Rome, um, mm-hmm. and Mother Mary's like, all right, cool. I want you to write this down. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard he's you know writing down the, the, the story of the birth of Jesus. Um, you know, I didn't tell him everything. So write this down and please like deliver it to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Again, like, like we've seen multiple times throughout the two seasons and, you know, I'm sure we'll see some more in the third season, but just, accounts of probably how all of these stories and all this information were like gathered and put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think some people, if you don't know, Luke was not a disciple. Mm-mm. So he was a, you know, he, what I get from it, I think he's a physician is what he was. Um, and he gathers a lot of the, the information and the way he kind of composes it was like, 
I think like I, I, I kind of um, gravitated towards Luke's writing just because I feel like he's like a, when I read it, I feel like I'm reading a research paper, which is like right <laughs> at my alley and like how I, right. and so I just, I don't know the way he, he just can kind of brings it all together is, is a very, um, I don't know, but yeah, so Luke is not, so yeah, he's gathering all the accounts afterward mm-hmm. around this time. Like this yep. is clearly you see that Luke is not written um, his account yet, you know, he's still composing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, then we, we go back in time again and <laughs> Mary and Joseph making their way to their new room, <laughs> yeah, So, uh, which is a stable with yep. poopy on the floor. He's holding it. Yep. So, um, holding his blank and they call it a blanket. And I thought that was interesting. I wonder if that's, I don't know, but yeah, so yeah, he picks up his shovel, scoops up the old poop and there's the manger. Um, and so, yeah, so, um, we we get some more of, of Mary's, uh, poem or song too. She's kind of like mumbling under her breath and Joseph kind of hears, um, but yeah, uh, just a, I, I couldn't imagine, like, <laughs> you're about to give birth to, like, the most important being to ever, like, step foot on the earth, or just exist, period. And you, like, have to literally shovel poop off the floor <laughs> where you're about to give birth. Like, oh, my gosh. And you're cleaning out this this yeah. trough oh my that, you know, ever, the animals just ate from yeah. eight hours ago. You know, like, and that's the, the our, in, our famous manger. You yeah. know, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, dude. While all that's going on, the doors open. And Joseph sees some like fantastical lights off in the distance in the sky. Um, is that Which, is that the the angel correct. revealing itself to the shepherds? Correct. Yes, that's the the brilliant light. I think they they describe it as just this just blinding light, um, revealing it to the shepherds. But yes, that's yeah. that's it right there, and he's and, just amazing. Yeah, and see, like, so from a creative perspective, um, for the the series, like, I don't know the logistics of being able to retain, like, go back and and get those actors, uh, the shepherds from the pilot episode. But holy cow, would it have been so cool if, like, at the, you know, the after the birth they come rushing in but we're seeing it from mary and joseph's perspective instead of what we saw in the pilot from the shepherd's Mm -hmm. perspective um and it just being that no more of the shepherds just them coming in and seeing and having that whole interaction that would have been super cool it didn't like take anything away from this episode or anything but but, oh because because we see the light that they saw that, you know, made them fall to their knees. Right. And come and find baby Jesus. But I think they did well in the fact that putting that light there mm-hmm. and the way the light was and kind of how close it was like it, it sparked something just 
that was uh, almost nostalgic to that first episode. Mm-hmm. Like just seeing that, like it invoked the same feelings that yeah. that I would have gotten if somebody ran and if that dude right. ran into yeah, the yeah. door. Like I don't know. So like I think they did really well with like it was that subtle thing. It was like yep. boom, like Joseph's memorized, mem- memorized, mesmerized <laughs> <laughs> the lights there, and it's just that that it, it it I think it invoked the same feelings in me. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, it was it was a nice uh, you know callback to the pilot. For sure, because I mean they didn't have to do that. I mean, what was happening uh-huh. already was pretty yeah, significant, yeah. right? Yeah, and so you got Mary sitting here saying the same <laughs> prayer, her the, the Magnificat. Um, and man, that's just a cool looking light. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's also great because um, <laughs> you know Joseph's not a doctor; he's probably never done this before in his life, and. You know, and I did like how what she said is she's oh sorry go on no I was just gonna say like they're not even married yet so they haven't like seen any well, sides of each other yeah. right you know and, so like and she even implies to that she's yeah. like I don't want you to see me yeah like exactly this. so and, like it's just awkward it's, all around <laughs> and it's good because I think that they're grown like I like what they're doing with their the development of them too like because I mean we don't really we're so far away from that culture of like um like betrothed marriage like it or uh mm-hmm. you know what i mean like oh, i can't think of the word uh arranged marriages and so these two were clearly arranged to some capacity and yeah. so like you don't even probably really know the person and then you're expected to like yeah. it's like something that that you almost have to grow into each other over time yeah you know what I mean? And so like head first here, uh, you know, I'm just going to deliver your child that I did not father. (laughs) But I think they, they just seem like they connect. Well, I like how it's, I don't know. Like it's almost, it's in a weird way. Like they don't even know each other really, but then they're starting to connect and they're starting to feel this, like what I guess you would portray as love or whatever Mm -hmm. for another, you know? So I just thought it's thought that was good, but, um, and so, yeah, no, he's he's gonna, Doctor Joseph, gonna gonna cut the cord, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, so we're back at this. You know, she's about to give birth. The water broke yeah. at that point, so it's it's uh, it's time. There's a a really cool scene transition here too, because like Joseph's, you know, wiping her forehead right, and then mm-hmm. it transitions into. Mary Magdalene wiping Mother Mary's forehead in bed, which I, I, I love stuff like that. It's yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, and that's where they're just continuing to talk about like writing this stuff down and getting it to Luke, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really the, all that we have in this little scene, right? Yeah, um, she she tells Magdalene her psalm, what she calls yes. it. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this is where they write down for Luke. Yeah, the her her psalm, her poem, the Magnificat. And so yeah, no, here we are back to she she's vision envisioning. You know, I like how they did this. She's praying this pray prayer during the the time of that it, that all this is happening, and she's praying it again at this later age, thinking about the story. Mm-hmm. And it's, it almost implies here that like what we're seeing is Mary's memories, right? Like this whole episode, mm-hmm. this is Mary's actual memory thinking about it, which is good. 
But um, yeah, so here we are. It time has come, and the 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 savior of the world here he is. Because like like you're saying, Glory. even as she's reciting the prayer to Magdalene, like the birth scene is happening. Like there's mm-hmm. just flashbacks between yep. Mother Mary in bed and mother and Mother Mary becoming a mother and giving birth. It's really well done. I, I really, really like uh-huh. that. And it's just I don't know, man. It's uh I, I love I love how after Jesus is born, they're like Joseph's like, yeah, we could call him Emmanuel. We could, like, should we, should we just stick with Jesus? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. It's so great. And she's like, yeah, we probably should just stick with Jesus. He's like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> um, And they're like, she's like, he's so small. And Joseph's like, yeah, smaller than I expected. Like, it's just so funny because I wonder what they were expecting. Like, yeah, that's, you know, I was thinking about it um, as this episode was happening, expectations and just thinking about like, I was thinking about the, the, um, disciples as they're kind of clearly showing their expectations throughout the series so far of what the Messiah is going to do and what is coming. And, and I think after this episode, I realized like Mary doesn't seem to have any expectations Mm -hmm. um, in, in the, you know, before, like, it's just, there's no like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to go kill us some Romans, you know, and like that. But like here, um, I don't know. It's just crazy to think. I just, I can't get out of these shoes. Like I can't, I don't understand how, I don't know how, what I'm trying to say, but like just giving birth to something like that and the expectations that are, are building before that and to come out like just as every other baby came out. Right. You know, it's like, I can't even, and I, I remember, I don't know, you've you've had three children you have three children. So I remember the moment and I had, a, you know, we had a little like concerns and stuff too with ours. So like the, I just remember that feeling of like that, like when it was happening and like that few moments waiting for that cry and waiting for it, it was just like this like crazy expectation feeling and you don't even mm-hmm. know what to expect or anticipate or feel. And so like, I can't imagine this you know what I mean? Yeah. Like being in this position and, and knowing what, you know, because if you're married, you know, you didn't have sex to get this kid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so like there's already like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Right. Yeah. That whole fact. And that, that like an angel came is like, dude, like (laughs) this is what's going to happen. Like I, I, I think it's crazy that that at least in this depiction, right? Mm-hmm. She, like you said, she seems kind of expectationless. Which, like, it would be so hard to not be expectant of something crazy because the whole 
how she got to this point is absolutely crazy. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't think maybe that's why she didn't have any expectations because she's like, I don't. I literally she, have no idea what is going to happen. So she just clearly shows this <laughs> level of faith. Yeah, that I can only dream of. Right. Um, I mean, even if even as you read the Magnificat, like it's just pray the soul, you know, praising the Lord, rejoicing in this. It, it, it's just, I don't know. I think she in that you kind of see this level of like who she is and who God is. You know, she understands these and she clearly is writing about this faith in this in 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 her situation and right. you know I, I don't know so like yeah she i think this is probably how mary acted i don't know like i think it's a pretty good portrayal of it like yeah. you know joseph's worried and she's not i don't know yeah yeah it's 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 very interesting um but yeah the the specific conversation that joseph has about the name it popped up on the screen here he's like your messenger said that he would be called holy and the son of god the prophecy mentions emmanuel yeah is are we gonna stick with jesus (laughs) like that's literally what he says it's so funny (laughs) yeah Uh, she's like yeah i think we should Definitely. Probably best, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, Jesus is here. They wrapped him in a swaddling clothes. Which? Swaddling cloth. They talk about. Yeah. And Um, they place him in the food. They they specifically, like, say, I think she says the, the innkeeper, or when she's, Telling Mary Magdalene about that, she's very specific about it because those cloths are given to newborn lambs. Mm-hmm. And she makes a comment about like, I wonder if like that was an intentional God thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, the the symbolism and the comparisons there between Jesus and the, the sacrificial perfect spotless lamb that uh, is even mentioned in the pilot episode. Um, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting detail. Uh, oh yeah, actually right where, <laughs> right where the scene popped up here, that's they're having that conversation, but, um, mm-hmm. Jesus is born and we're back in, in, and the bedside conversation between the Marys here. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was kind of just jumping back into that, but, um, that's where she talks about the same clothes and newborn lambs. And she's like, there's more. There's uh go grab that that thing over there, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. So she tells uh tells uh, Mary Magdalene she grabs this box and in that box she opens it up and there we have it. Um what does she pull out? Jesus's baby blanket. Yeah, Good thing same. it wasn't his umbilical cord, that'd have been weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you did I don't mind. Um No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 we, we're like, no, 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 no. All right. Um but 
yeah, so here we are. It's the same the swaddle that was used on baby Jesus mm-hmm. all them years ago. Um, Mother Mary has held on to. And now she is um, clearly Mary knows something about herself. You know, at this point, she's got a fever. She's not well. Like, like she, she's, uh, she, this is probably her last time seeing Mary Magdalene. I think in, in, at least in this portrayal of what's happening, like she's understanding that this is, this is her. So she gives him the, gives her the cloth to keep. And so Mary Magdalene cries and, Classic you know, Mary. Classic Mary. My goodness. Yeah. So, and um, yeah, so she rolls up her script that she, uh, or her scribe that, um, that uh, she had there. Mother Mary like prays for her before she leaves. You know, the, the classic, mm-hmm. classic. May the Lord here. bless you and keep you. And, yep shine upon you and care. I think uh, Carrie Job made that prayer up or something. Um, Just kidding. That was a terrible joke. Uh, That was a good joke. Shout out uh, Carrie Job. (laughs) If you know, you know, (laughs) she's listening right now. Exactly. Um, And so, yeah, we got (laughs) Mary Magdalene now shows up um, at, um, at a house. At a house in in Rome, and who is it? We got our first old crazy Luke to Luke, old Lukey. Yep. And so, so yeah. Um, and you know they're kind of referring to. He's like, I already got her account, and he's like, it's almost like a wait, but there's more. <laughs> well, wait, so, there's more. <laughs> yeah. And so. Yeah, no, I did. I did like that. It was a small scene, but it really did like kind of how you said earlier, it did give like this inclination of like what it was like to compose these accounts, mm-hmm. you know, like, like dude was sitting there, had gathered all these accounts and probably continue gathering more and more and more. And, and yeah. it's just like, how do you piece this all together? Like it's a puzzle. And right. And he finally finishes. And he got that one pain in the tuchus. <laughs> it comes in. This happens to me every okay, every Monday at work. I compile a report that gets sent to our client by noon or a little before noon, whatever. And it's an update of all of the leases that we got signed the prior week for them. I work in oil and gas. We, I, I do research to figure out who owns the oil and gas rights. Then I tell people who owns that and they go get leases signed. So these operators can punch holes in the ground and get you your juicy oil and natural gas. Each week on Mondays, I compile a report of all the leases we got signed the week before. And everyone that works for this client, all the project managers know that this report gets sent out. Every Monday. It's been like that. I've been doing this report for like three years. <laughs> like every single Monday. Um, and they're supposed to have all their stuff on this big spreadsheet that I pull from before Monday morning. So I can like come in, 
get all my stuff, make this report. And because sometimes there's a lot and it does take me from eight until noon to make this report to get sent out. Um, the last probably month, this one department every Monday for the last four Mondays, I've had the report done. I've gotten to a point where it's really, I, I can do it pretty quickly and I'll just like, I'll get it done in like an hour and a half or two hours and then just sit on it until like 11 uh, in case there's any corrections or anything that needs to be made. But like I'll send it out or like I'll have it done. And then this one department's like, oh, hey, I I added this and this and this. Or, oh, hey, uh, I made a mistake. This needs to be this. <laughs> so like I see this scene and I, f- I feel like I can relate <laughs> with Luke and be like, are you kidding me? There's I just more? finished. <laughs> like, what do you mean you got to add and, more? And there's no like, it's not like Microsoft Word here, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. There's a lot of a lot that goes like, into. You're telling me this is going in the beginning. I can't just <laughs> add this to the end. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, it's too funny. No, but uh, it is it is a cool scene. And again, like I love the take on how the Bible was created. Like, it's just so cool how they're uh, inferring how they gathered this information and put it together. Mm-hmm. This is super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually, I was actually kind of blown away when I was doing digging, doing my research of like how all the disciples died. <laughs> Cause this episode, you know, kind of did that rabbit hole. It even made me recognize, like, I know there was, you know, you hear about all these other writings Mm -hmm. that are not in the Bible, but like acts of John acts of Peter acts of like, there's a lot more like accounts of things just written. And, and that's where we get a lot of clues from and stuff with, it's just, I don't know. There's just, uh, I'm going, I'm starting a class this semester called the history of the church. Mm-hmm. which I'm pretty excited about. Um, I don't know how much is going to be in scripture, like how that, but like, I'm sure there'll be to some capacity. Like, I mean, that's probably part of the history of how, you know, how we got to our final, um, final um, arrangement. But like, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy to think how it's been composed over the years and how much has been left out, how much is not like, y- y- you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Like there's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I think we take it for granted that there's just this, this, this book on every shelf, you know, and, and the most most selling book of the the world, right? And and you got this, and and we just take advantage, not take advantage of that, but you know, it's you just don't this, understand the significance sometimes. Yeah, and, and and I don't know. Or like. Well, I mean, even now, like in other places of the world, like that persecution still exists. Oh, yeah. But like when they were creating this and like trying to gather this information, like if they were found with that, like that's Mm -hmm. a death sentence. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, I like they they were all being hunted. right? (laughs) Like, you know, I think that's the crazy thing, too. And. And just like any, I mean, I don't want to compare them to, I mean, this is a bad comparison, so bear with me here, but like, 
So I'm not comparing them to the Taliban. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, no. But <laughs> no, I know this. I told you I preface this. Well, is now not Dallas good... is definitely not coming on the show. No, 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 not no. But what I'm saying is like, I promise there's an actual reason why I said what I said. When, you know, you, you heard about these, you know, different people that we were hunting right Mm -hmm. to take out i mean that as a country like that's the reality of it we were hunting these people going for them and like you know i don't think we were updated every time uh uh we got captured some or or this it was like it was a big deal when we got like osama bin laden and um or even when we're going to saddam hussein and and stuff like that so like you have these leaders of those movements that were the big deal like i think we forget sometimes like these people were like rock stars in the, in the way, right? right. Like you had Peter and Mary Mag, like they were, they, you know, you could go, you can go out and find a Christian and capture him and martyr him or whatever. But like, that wasn't the big deal. Yeah, like these people yeah, were exactly. like, these Peter were, or, you know, they Matthew were, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and so I, I, that's why I brought up whatever I, well, I and just like, saying, just like, look at this episode. It's not like Mary could just stroll into this town. No, like, she couldn't. And, and that's smuggled in. Yeah. And it's, um, it's crazy. I don't know. I just, you know, they, oh, man, it's just hard to, it's crazy to think, you know, because a lot of them, I mean, they all, I mean, for the most part, like, I think the only one that they suspect made it to old age was John. And, and you know, and that's, you know, he had, and, and there's even if, if it was the same John or not, but like, um, you know, John goes to Ephesus, writes John one, two, three or whatever. And then he gets put to, um, exiled and then makes it back to Ephesus. And like, so you just have these, but like he's the only one I think that that is suspected to have made it to like that wasn't martyred. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. It's True. crazy. Um which makes sense. And I I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you think about too, like Jesus said, like even in here, like it's it's only going to get harder. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think implies pretty strongly like you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. you're going to die for this cause. Mm. So, but yeah, I don't know. I, I liked this episode. I thought it gave a good perspective on, on Mary and Joseph and just the, the story it's, you know, I think it's hard sometimes to just even think about it in a new light. It's something you hear every year. It's mm-hmm. this, you know, and I think to some extent you don't know what's been fabricated, what's actually written down, and then you got to go read it again, and you got to think. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's. Uh, I thought they did pretty good, though. I thought they they kind of they didn't seem to fabricate things. It was just, uh, right? Yeah, I would agree. Oh gosh, cough coming. No, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I enjoyed it, and uh, of course. We're recording this on the 26th, Six, December 26th, and I will be releasing this. You will be hearing this December 27th. Same. So, yeah. So a um, couple, couple days late, but we're, we're in that, 
that five minute, you know, five minute rule on the floor, like window yeah. of. I did not work today. Cooking. So I am like, I'm still in the Christmas spirit tomorrow. Yeah. It's bah humbug all the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so enjoy bah. this. Uh, and humbug. then uh, hopefully um, we'll be able to record season three, episode three tomorrow or soon uh, yeah. and get that out to you guys uh, too. Cause yeah, I did watch starting that next week on Sunday. Yes, and I'll be watching that tomorrow. And starting next week, I'll be releasing season three, episode one, and then following week two, and then the following week three. Perfect. And then yeah, and then at that point, we're up to date and and uh, waiting for old Dallas to <laughs> to make a Facebook post and let us know that <laughs> yep that it's that it's live. Um, episode three was was a good one. I'm excited to mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it happen. and talk about um, those things. Yeah. Uh, Good. And I think I just want to point this out. Um, well, go ahead. Is there anything you'd like to uh, let us know about from the Nerdy Bible before we wrap up? Um, I don't know. I mean, not really. Like, I, I mean, I am doing a little blog series on Ruth called The Themes of Ruth. So it's been pretty. I pe- spent this past semester studying um, Ruth. And I did a lot of writing on it throughout the semester. And I thought, why don't I share this with the world? Yeah. So just kind of doing some word studies, looking at themes. Um, And yeah, I got a couple projects coming up here. We got the, uh, the uh, broken series coming out here, just interviewing leaders. I got one of them already recorded and already ready to upload and got a couple more lined up. And so we'll do that. And I got a couple other plans So 2023, should be a big year for the nerdy Bible. I'm pretty excited. Nice. And uh, yeah, so check that out as it comes out. Perfect. Um, what about you at Showboys? Yeah, this is why uh, I wanted to bring this up because it does relate to the chosen here. Um, we have probably our most ambitious project coming up in March. Um, we just recorded uh, our our December Patreon episode um, last last Wednesday actually uh, where we revealed to our patrons like what it is uh, and we kind of like prepped started doing research and building out the idea uh, during the episode uh, but I'll just announce it here just because I think it's it's a fun idea and the chosen applies to it uh, we're doing a March madness style bracket for the best streaming service original series so it's going to take place throughout the entire month month of march every thursday night we're going to go through each round we have 64 shows picked out already (laughs) and we're going uh our next patreon episode we're going to um draft our our bracket groups of 16 uh-huh. shows for four groups of 16 shows each. We'll assign them their seeds and we'll determine the matchups. But each week, every Thursday for five Thursdays, we'll go through each round until we get a champion at the very end of March. Um, these shows are streaming service originals. So like a Netflix original, a Hulu original, Disney plus Apple plus whatever. Um, but how the chosen applies uh, I put that on the list when we were building out our show list, which at one point we had like 140 shows on this list that we had to like trim down. Out of 
all because it is a streaming service original you know they have their own app so it qualifies um it was the highest rated show on the entire list really just about i i can't say completely but um let me pull up our our sheet here but it it made the cut it's in the 64 shows so the chosen will be uh hopefully making it through the bracket here um but yeah it is part of the data that we pulled here for this were um the rating from imdb rotten tomatoes and metacritic the chosen didn't show up on metacritic 100 percent on rotten tomatoes and a 93 percent on imdb and really? imdb had thirty thousand reviews so like mm-hmm. it's not just some of these shows would have like eight reviews mm-hmm. and have like a 99 but like the sample size is very large. The chosen like your, on IMDb guide. has thirty thousand reviews and has a nine point three out of ten. That's, That's awesome. crazy. So um, you know, just quickly looking at the spreadsheet here, it has a ninety six and a half overall rating between the three categories we picked. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just a quick glance. That's the highest rated show on our list. Wow. Which I thought was very interesting and it's really cool uh nick if you are ever going to listen to this episode someday nick said in our patreon episode he's like you know i want to watch that show sometime we might start watching that in in the new year and i was like you know what you should because it's pretty great uh so hopefully nick nick gets around to watching this and then gets around to listening to this uh if you don't know nick is the the co-creator and co-host of of showboys with me so uh, that'd be really cool if he started watching the show, got introduced to Jesus a little bit, and then got introduced to our crazy conversations about all these episodes and some of the theological things that we talk about and struggle with and work through. Uh, um, but yeah, that's what we have yeah. coming up. And uh, I just thought that was the ratings for the show. I mean, we love it, obviously, but the fact yeah. that like it's generally rated very, very highly is crazy mm-hmm. yeah especially on a place like rotten tomatoes like th- it's not like i'm going to christian sites and looking at ratings for this like these are yeah, very secular at, mainstream yeah. like film mm-hmm. like critical review sites so um super cool i don't know i'm excited yeah absolutely that's awesome man i'm excited for march dude i'm excited to uh, learn more about it yeah hopefully it goes as well as it uh <laughs> is going in my mind right now because in my mind it's going to be a blast. Hopefully it translates, <laughs> but we will see. Anyways, enough of that. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe and like and rate and review and follow everywhere that you're hearing this uh, at the Nerdy Bible and on his platforms or on uh, the Showboys platforms. Mm-hmm. Thank you again. Let us know what you enjoyed about this episode in the comments. Uh, you can join either or both of our discords, uh, the Showboys podcast and the Nerdy Bible discords. Um, I'm sure there are links wherever you're listening or watching this. Uh, So hopefully we can talk to you there, talk to you through the comments. Um, Until next time. Yeah. Hope you had a great Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Shalom. Shalom.
Yeah, I'm in my pajama pants, my slippy slips, my... Yeah, a little fireplace going back there. Yeah, my fireplace, yeah. 